go and good evening welcome to the latest edition of the always 100 podcast live on zoom uh, you can find the show on anchor fm uh, apple podcast spotify google Podcasts, basically wherever you get audio for absolutely free uh we've got a great show tonight um it's week three in the nfl uh after one of the wildest week twos I've ever been a part of just because of all the injuries and the Cowboys come back and all this other stuff. It's just a crazy week of football. We turned the page to talk about a couple of very big games. Uh, all the docket Texans Steelers is on the list. Texans really need that win Dallas Seattle, because that's just a really good game. But the main event, the main attraction we all want to talk about Patrick Mahomes invades Baltimore to go face Lamar Jackson on Monday night. It's going to be great. But before we get into it, I want to introduce my co-host, uh, Uncle Trevor, on the phone today. Uh, how, how, your, your Steelers are 2-0, Uncle Trevor, but you called it. It was going to be a lot closer than you thought. Yeah, they're, they're overrated for now. I know I can see what's coming before the media can. <laughs> I know what's coming down the pipe. I saw it when they played the Giants. Oh boy! I know it. I know it's coming. <laughs> and, and, and speaking of the Giants, we have a special guest today: the founder, editor, content creator of the McKenzie Report Facebook page. My uncle Jamie McKenzie decided to join us, and um, Uncle Jamie, our, our um, our, the, the the Giants, uh, the the Giants, Uncle Jamie, are they, are, they, are are you okay? Uh yeah. I'm okay. <laughs> oh, we had a chance. I mean, it was bleak to begin with. We looked good on paper. Saquon went down, and oh. we had a chance. Gano missed the field goal earlier. Oh. Could have set up another field goal, game winning, but uh, Golden Tate got a decided to do a pass interference, and the game was history. Oh, that was really. Oh, I mean, uh, poor Saquon. I mean, just, just really, just a, a lot of injuries. Just, just a lot of injuries. But uh, yeah, it was, I think it was twenty in total, or oh, uh, it was incredible. But that's the question: is now, is it was it because of no preseason, or uh, just guys working out on their own and no real training, or what? So that's wow. a big question mark. We'll find out this week, but uh, gentlemen, let, let's let's uh, start breaking down some of these games here. I got seven games for now, and Uncle Jamie, if you want, we'll we'll talk about the Giants and Forty Niners <laughs> later, but um, we'll just save that. But yeah, um, okay, all right. So let's start with with the Rams going to Buffalo to a battle of two and O teams Sunday at one o'clock. Um, Buffalo, what do we have? Buffalo's favored by two and a half. I'm going to give this first to Uncle Trevor. What do you think is going to happen? Rams, Bills, one o'clock on Sunday. Looks like I've underestimated the Rams. I thought they were going down against Philly. They came in there at Philly and blew them away. I don't know. They made up two and a half points for Buffalo at home means it's a Basically, a pickup game. The home team normally gets three, and they only get two and a half right. favorites. So basically, right. the Rams, Rams are getting that extra half a point there. Ah, 
I mean, normally I would go with Buffalo at home. I like Buffalo's coach. I like their um, their defense. I like, I mean, Josh Allen, I guess, is playing better. I don't know. I mean, if he can pass the ball like he did last week or whatever, you know, Buffalo should could be the favorite to win that division. He was the, always the X, the X factor. Looks like he might have gotten better since last year. So, But the Rams, I mean, the Rams are looking good. They're looking like they did it a few years ago. So this is really a toss-up. I'll, I'll give, I'll pick Buffalo because they're at home. I guess yeah. that, that home doesn't mean a whole lot though. With no fans to say Buffalo has a good home field advantage, but they're not going to be able to to use that with nobody in the stadium. Yeah. So I don't know. This I don't is just know. a pick them. Right. I I, I agree. I I. Uh, I, I uh, but Buffalo's defense. Yeah. Got got a. It's it's early, but they they. They got to play a little bit better than what they're doing, but Josh Allen really as I mean four seventeen and four touchdowns. I mean, wow! I, I see you, Josh Allen. I mean, and th- this guy's got a cannon arm too. I mean, this guy can really sling the ball. And I guess really, Stephon Diggs really must have been uh, the missing piece for this guy because I mean he was kind of doing this with John Brown's his number one receiver, but then you have a bonafide number one to compliment, compliment John Brown. You can run the football and you play good enough defense. I mean, even though they, they haven't really gotten it together uh, it, from that standpoint, I, I really think that Buffalo really has a chance because as much as I want to say New England's going to win this division, I, I, I you know – I, I I just I, I don't see it. I I I I've been high on Buffalo before, uh, before all this started. Um, so we'll see. And I think because they're at home now, yeah, you're you're right. See, th- th- this this is a game where if fans were in attendance, th- this would be three and a half, four maybe. You know, because I cause I think Buffalo is one of those places where. Those fans who are really good fans, you know, they're they're loud. They're into it. They support their team. You know that that makes a big difference in a game like this. So, um, not having home home field. I mean, and, but then the Rams are flying are flying across the country. Uh, I, I'm I'm gonna say I'm leaning toward the Rams on this one. Um, I think I like the way Jared Goff is playing, but I like the way really the way their defense is playing more. But I have to be honest, I'm not sure that Philadelphia game had much to do with the Rams, more so that Carson Wentz is playing terrible right now. He's playing really bad. Uh, okay, uh, he, he's got to get it together because because he, he's he's better than this. I, I he's better than this. Now, if, if the Rams go across the country and beat Buffalo, then you might have to start saying the, the Rams are going to be pretty daggone good. Uncle Jamie, what, what do you think about this game, Rams-Buffalo? It's kind of interesting because you say they cra- traveled cross country because they were in Philadelphia last week. And so I'm not sure if they went back to Los Angeles, come all the way back to Buffalo, or just pitched tent somewhere on the East Coast. So I don't know if they did that. And the Rams, their offense looks kind of – Solid. I mean, I saw a couple of plays and from the highlights of the Eagles game, and they just got 
back to the, what, two, three years ago when they went to the Super Bowl. They got guys flexing, moving, everybody's complicating, making the defense head spin around and stuff. So I think it should be one of those shootouts. It might come down to one of those 35, 30 type games and stuff. But I think the Rams might be able to pull it off and pull off a trifecta of, you know, the, the they got to play the AFC East and the NFC East this year. And right now they're 2-0, and so they might go 3-0. and I like Buffalo to win it all, the AFC East, but I think they might take a, a step back. I, I like the Rams because they got the better defense right now. Yeah. Uh, Trevor, anything, anything you want to add to this game, or what do you think? No, no. no. Yeah. I, yeah, I think it's, it's a toss-up for me. This one's this one's tough. I, I it really is. I think um, I, I'm probably going to be going back and forth or about one o'clock on Sunday for this one because that, that, this game is, you know, you flip a coin and you know you, you'll probably be right either way you go. But uh, I, I'm looking forward to that game a lot. Next game yeah, on yeah. the list, Uncle Trevor, coming back to you because this is your team, the Pittsburgh Steelers are hosting Deshaun Watson, who did come out in one piece against the Baltimore Ravens, and that, that, that's an accomplishment considering the front four that they have. And his reward is going up to Pittsburgh to face another really good front seven. Uh, my, really, my question to you is, is this going to get – is this going to be a double-digit win? Cause the, well, because – I asked you that because the Pittsburgh Steelers are only favored by four Sunday against the Texans, and I, for the life of me, can't understand why. Can you? They they can see what I see. Pittsburgh is you know, a little overrated. They they were lucky to beat Denver with his second string quarterback. I mean, I for one thing, I, I the offensive line is not that good. Big Ben is Big Ben can't move. You gotta get you gotta get in his face and make him move. He's just so old, he can't really move as much anymore. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's true. So he can't. I know. I mean, I don't. I don't know about Houston, really. I, I, I haven't really seen. I've been impressed with them. I mean, I guess they scored under twenty points, I believe, the first two weeks. Yeah. So I mean, have they really replaced DeAndre Hopkins at all? <laughs> I don't know. Doesn't really look like it. I mean, have they even come close? No. I guess you can't play talent-wise, but do they even have – I mean, did they they put a scrub out there and replace them? That's what they did. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I mean, Baltimore kind of dominated Houston, so that's what we all expected. Right. I I don't know. Pittsburgh is overrated. That's that's what I do know for a fact. They are overrated. Home field is huge for them as well. Right. Those fans pump them up. And now with those fans there, you know, just a, it's like a, a neutral site game. And, I mean, I don't know. I think it will be close. I think Houston can win. I, I really don't have a whole lot of faith in Pittsburgh right now. Wow. They, they, I, I don't. That's just, I, I, I watched them at the Giants, and I watched them last week, and I, I don't think they're as good as, I thought, as everyone thought they were going to be. Hmm. So, Interesting. That's really interesting. Oh, oh Jerry, pick it up there. What, what do you think? Texans and the, the Steelers. And hey, Trev, how you doing, man? Um, I think ahead. it's going to be <laughs> a good win. Uh, you beat my Giants, and then me and you went at it in fantasy, and you, you beat me by a field goal. 
Yeah, fantasy. That's a blind luck. Look, the Giants were down by six on the goal line. The quarterback threw a bad interception. Yeah, and that was the game right there. That was the game. He was going good to that one, but it's all good. The Giants could have beat Pittsburgh. So, I mean, I know what Pittsburgh is. People haven't right. seen that yet, but I know, what they, I know what they are. I mean, Trev makes some good points. I, I don't think the running game is as good as it's supposed to be. Uh, Trev, they're, beating, they're winning on defense more than anything else. So, I think, you know, Texans, unfortunately, somebody, they did something to the NFL that they got to play the Chiefs, then the Ravens, and then, and then the Steelers, the number one defense right now. So it's a, it's a gambit right now. If they could come out of this and make a game of it, uh, they might be able to pull it out. You know, you're, you're right. No one's replaced uh, Hopkins yet because they got you got your guy, right? Randall Cobb from the Cowboys, and then they got uh, Brandon Cook from the Rams. But I don't think they're gelling yet. They just haven't gelled together just yet. So uh, it's going to be interesting. It might come down to a fourth quarter kind of game and stuff. But uh, I, I think I might I, I think I might have to lead with the Texans, man. You can't win lose three games in a row, get your head right. That's gonna be you know, can't bounce back from mowing three. Okay. Right. I agree. Uh, right. Uncle Jeremy, you were on the show last week and I and I said in no uncertain terms that the Texans were gonna get annihilated and that's exactly what happened. They they they, they it, 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 I said they were going to lose by 30, 30, 35, actually. They lost by 17. Okay. So I was off by a couple. No, I did hear your show. I did listen to it. Uh, but, uh, you know, yeah, you're hey, right. Hey, 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 man. Um, so, so, so what, so what am I supposed? So, so you, so you mean to tell me you couldn't block the Ravens defensive line. You couldn't, you only got but 16 points on that defense. And then now you're going to tell me that then they're going back to the East Coast. They're going to the East Coast, right? And then their reward is going up against Bud Dupree <laughs> and T.J. Watt. C- can somebody I explain to both. me who 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 on the Texans is going to block them? Who who on the Texans going to block I them? Think, I think Baltimore's defense is better than Pittsburgh at this point. Yes. Okay. And that might and that's fair. I I would go with that because they're they're fantastic. The Ravens are a fantastic team. There's no question about that. But excuse me, who? But, but then to get back to my point, um, who on Houston is going to block T.J. Watt, who and Bud Dupree and Cam Hayward? Because Deshaun Watson was getting had to get picked up the carpet for three and a half hours last week. <laughs> so we, we so so we're expecting that that's going to somehow change when you add an All Pro player in T.J. Watt. And maybe not an all-pro player, but a pro Bowl level player rushing them from both ends. Mm. Oh, oh, and that's not to say to answer your question. Did 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 they replace DeAndre Hopkins? Well, I mean, let me let me tell you something. If you can find somebody who is a seven-time Pro Bowler, a three-team first-team All-Pro, and no worse than the third third best receiver in the league out on the street somewhere then yes they 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 have they have they have replaced DeAndre Hopkins but then again Bill O'Brien gets what he deserved for for trading this guy for a ham sandwich 
<laughs> for a ham sandwich, a paint can from Home Depot, and one of those one of those N95 masks. Okay, leave me alone. Like the tech, the Texan. I got the Steelers. They're not going to lose by forty, but I got the Steelers to win by a touchdown. Yeah, I got the Steelers to win by a touchdown because wow. Okay. Yeah, because because are are we watching? Like this has nothing to do with Deshaun Watson. This has nothing to do with him. He's great. He's a great player. I like him a lot. I think all three of us really like this guy. But, um, sorry, man. Like, Deshaun, you don't have the support system. Yeah. And, and yeah, and your really schedule true. is, and your schedule the first three weeks. It's just like. Juggernaut. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I mean, come on. Like, you, you got to play the Chiefs. Baltimore and Pittsburgh, three of the right best the teams in the, com- in the conference right off the top. Right. I, the only – well, yeah. look, the only silver lining is the Houston Texans playing the AFC South, so Bill O'Brien could sneak his way into the playoffs just to lose by 50 to Kansas City again. So there, there, are, there are silver linings to this if you're a Houston fan, but I got the Steelers to win uh, this game on – Sunday. <clears throat> Next game on the list. My Patriots. I, I'm gonna keep the mic here because my Patriots and part part like partly my Patriots, but partly like I'm kind I'm kinda sports free agent y kind of vibes here, Uncle Jamie. I'm really I I'm I'm getting to that. Is that acceptable? I don't know. Is I mean, that a new generation I thing? I don't know because <laughs> I could totally pick a team, but it's like I probably haven't yet figured out who I want to adopt just yet. Because I'm like, I've got back like, in my day, that's called a bandwagon rider. But that's hey, all, whatever. That's, all, that's also true. That's fair. But also, if you're not if you're not getting on the bandwagon of like the three or four best teams, is that really a What's the point? <laughs> uh, it's like, yeah, it's that really a bandwagon thing. I haven't figured it out. But for right yeah. now, um, I, I root for this. I, I, I root very hard for the Saints. I root for the Cowboys. And yes, because I am a loyal person, I'm still holding out hope that the Patriots might be good because, like, Uncle, Uncle Trevor keeps saying the Steelers are the Steelers are over. The Patriots are overrated. No, I'm sorry. Like, like, Cam, like Cam, I really like Cam, and I'm very glad that he is on my team instead of the Bears. Could you imagine if Cam Newton was on the Bears right now? They're two and zero with with the remains of Mitch Trubisky. Could you imagine right. if Cam Newton was there with Allen Robinson, with that running game, with that defense? The, we we talk about the Bears being the top three seed in the conference. Yeah, hey, you know, I'm really glad, but. This is a talent game, and now you got the the Raiders. They are flying cross-country to go to New England at 1 o'clock on Sunday. And for me, the line's too high. It's five and a half. What, what, why? Of what world do the Patriots be nearly six-point favorites against anybody? Yeah. <laughs> Other than the Jets, because they stink. Maybe other than, like other than the Jets, you should be they should be favored. They shouldn't be favored by this many points. So right. 
for that alone, you might just want to pick the Raiders just for that. But if you need more reason to look at picking the Raiders, um, Uncle Jamie, Uncle Trevor, I know you watch Monday Night Football. Darren Waller, that dude's a problem. That dude's going to be a big problem. Yes. yes. Oh, that dude. Oh, that dude nice. He's real yeah. nice. Oh, ooh, I like him. Big, ooh. strong, and can catch. Oh, my goodness. And he can run, too. Hey, he's, yeah. he's faster than he looks as well. I, I'm a, becoming a big fan of his. Um, really like him. Derek Carr, three touchdowns, 280 yards. Eh, eh, okay. Nice, nice game. Uh, Josh Jacobs, running the football. They got an offensive line. But the Patriots should be scared because Russell Wilson threw five touchdowns to five different receivers. If Henry Ruggs III is playing, well, Stephon, you you better not be a step slow on this dude because he'll run right by you. Because DK, DK Metcalf had his way against him. Up, so much so that DK Metcalf and Stephon Gilmore had a fight and nobody even wanted to talk about it. They fought, they, they fought on the field. They had, they had a fight on near the sideline and nobody said a word. No flag, nothing. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> so, that was classic wide receiver, quarterback, who's the man today. Type of battle. It was awesome. You know what? I'm not gonna pick against the Patriots all the time. I think the 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 Raiders will cover, but I'll take the Patriots to win by like a field goal. This will come down to the wire because I think Oakland might be a lot better than you think. Uh, Uncle Trevor, what, what do you think about this game? Ra- Raiders and New England. Did you say Oakland? Did I say Oakland? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Probably. It's gonna take a minute. It's yeah, gonna take a probably. minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Two things. You know, Cam Newton, he's he's, he's shutting me up, but that's that offensive line from New England that's really looking good. He's standing back there, standing tall in the pocket, no one near him. Just throwing darts all over the field. And he's running the ball behind that line. I mean, Seattle stopped them at the at the last play of the game, but that um they New England looks tough. They, 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 they really look tough. With that, with that opening line protecting Cam Newton and him looking confident back there in that pocket, I mean, they're going to they're gonna get better as the season goes on. You've got to go over the line. Like, you know, Brady. Brady is basically untouched all them years. And that was really what helped them, helped him. Because when he got in his face, you know, he panicked a little bit. But, you know, Cam Newton is looking good behind that line. Raiders have a short week. They had a tough game Monday night. They got a short week. They go out up to New England to play them. I think the line is accurate. I, I, I like um, New England to come out and, you know, overpower the Raiders on the line. That's where this game is going to be decided. The Raiders had a good game. They had a nice home game Monday night. Now they're going to go on the road next Sunday. That's not really it – doesn't, it doesn't really turn out good in the kind of situations for these NFL guys. They need that, that extra day rest and whatever does help them. So I'm going with New England to cover. Huh. I think they'll win by maybe, maybe four, at least 14. Wow. New England by wow. 14. <laughs> Holy wow. cow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's a, yeah, that, that's a statement there. Huh? Uncle Jamie, let's, let's hear what Well, I mean, they're both it, – it's kind of funny because they're both kind of like off schedule, right? Because um, the Seahawks played Sunday night. 
And they, I mean, New England played Sunday night, and they got to travel from Seattle back home. And then the Raiders played on Monday night, and they're also traveling cross country too. So they're both kind of like even on that side. I like the. Um, I, I was surprised. I, I was waiting for Drew Brees, but we we're seeing Drew Brees without Michael Thomas, and actually, that's really like an unveiling thing because it doesn't look like he's no Aaron Rodgers, right? He can't take just any receiver and make him look good. He's looking like he's struggling. So the Raiders capitalized on it. I do like the way the Raiders run the ball with Josh Jacoby. And I think Chucky's got him gelling. I mean, he's, if this guy Riggs ends up being a substantial uh, wide receiver, that would be great. Derek Card's got Mario <laughs> what's the name right behind him so he's kind of like looking behind, over his shoulder that's probably helping his statistics out a lot so uh, Mariota can come in anytime so that's probably what's breathing down his neck so um, to go up to New England is New England's defense as good as it was last year uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Well, they had a lot of opt-outs, right? Yeah, but I mean, I had, them, uh, I had them for fantasy last year, and I was scoring up, racking up all these points. But I don't well, think yeah, the Patriots' defense yeah. is the same that it was last no, year. No, it's I, not. Because, because look, the, here, here's the thing: you just don't, you just don't lose the the level of talent that the Patriots lost. And yeah. just expect to roll out here and be the number one defense in football. Right. You just and don't. I think they have like what eight guys sitting the season out right. because of COVID. Yep. So and like, that took and most of them were on defense. Right. And and, and you, just, you Dante Hightower, three two time Pro Bowler, three time Super right. Bowl champion. Yeah, Patrick Chung on Sunday night. Three yeah. time Super Bowl champion. You would have been would have been nice to have Patrick Chung back there when DK's running by Stefan Gilmore. All over the place, that, that, that'd be nice. And, and, and you know, but my here here's my other thing. Um and I, I we'll get what you're picking just a second here, but I, I forgot to say this in my analysis. Hey man, I really like Julian. He had 197 yards. I appreciate that. But you do understand we'd be two and zero if this dude didn't catch the the drop the game winning touchdown pass. Cam threw an absolute seed, hit him right in the hands, and he dropped it with twelve <laughs> seconds to go. And then I, I, I was like, "Oh, Joe, you saw that play? He hit him yeah. in the hands. He hit yeah. him between both hands. He beat right. the defender, hit like, him in the hands, and he it? dropped it. Where else do you want it? Right? I, I mean, Julian. <laughs> I, I mean, Julian Elman. When he gets in the playoffs, yeah, he makes." Tough catches. He's got he's got three Super Bowls. I appreciate what he's done. I, I mean, I, he's a good player. But I'm sorry, this dude legit. Like the game was won because Seattle can't stop anybody either. And we'll get to that in just a minute. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to hold out for that game to see if Mom wants to wants to be on for that one. I want I want Mom to be on for the Seattle game. But if she's not, we'll we'll just do that. We'll do that last. But I mean, like these drops, it's just, and Cam passed through almost 400 yards, and I like that. And he can really do a lot of things that Tom can't do because Tom is not 6'5, 260, built like a linebacker, and can run a 4'5, 40. Okay? Like, Tom is just simply not that. And he's not chiseled out of stone either. And he's 31. (laughs) You know, it just yeah. You know, the Patriots can be good. I mean, for me, look, let's be honest. This will really just come down. This will come down to the two games against Buffalo. I for the Patriots, 
Like, yeah. Let's just be honest about it's this. Just fast forward to it, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's just like it's not much more to it because, in my estimation, the Steelers are better. Baltimore, Kansas City are better, and you need, we need to put Tennessee on like actual television for me to see if they're better. But <laughs> I mean, other than those four teams, I mean, who who's really better than New England? Other than the Kansas City, Baltimore, and Pittsburgh, and maybe Tennessee. I can't think of anybody. So, you know, yeah. I, you know, so we'll, we'll see. And, you know, I think the Raiders, if it all goes well, I mean, they could be a wild card team. But, Uncle Jamie, who who did you have in this game? Sorry. I mean, putting it all together and just thinking about it, I mean, the Raiders are kind of gelling in comparison to better than the uh, Patriots offense. So I might think they might sneak out a win here if they get really excited on defense. There is no crowd to deal with, so that's yeah. that's the advantage to the away team all the time. So I, I might sneak in and say, "Hey, let's." I know they'll cover for sure. That's way too high. So I'll go with the Raiders and see if they can pull that off. Nice. All right, Raiders. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think the Raiders will cover too. If, if you want the betting at angle, I think the Raiders will cover. But the Patriots want to win. They well, I, I, I well. I would have said they would just score a little less point, you know, keep it under the total. But, you know, after seeing what they did against Seattle, I mean, after being down by 11 points to have it come down to the last game was really, really impressive. So you got to give, yeah, give these guys all the credit in the world. Seattle was one play better than the Patriots was the other night. So got to give them all the credit in the world, New England, because New England's under, under talented. It really shouldn't be in a whole bunch of games. Really, especially offensively, defensively, they're still satisfactory enough. But offensively, it's just it's it's a lot. So, all right, let's go to another game here. I've got Uncle Trevor coming to you with Green Bay and New Orleans for Sunday Night Football in a fanless, very weird Superdome in New Orleans. And, yes, as you know, Uncle Trevor, the Saints are coming off a loss Monday night to the Raiders, and their reward is a hacked-off Aaron Rodgers. And that's really not that's not a good thing for anybody in the NFC. And New Orleans is favored by three, so my question is, who wins this game and why? Well, I mean, right now, Green Bay looks pretty good. They dominated – I guess they dominated two teams in their division, so – Minnesota doesn't look that good. And Detroit, I guess that that coach is just about ready to, to go home, wherever, wherever his home is. That's where he's going very soon when Detroit <laughs> calls him up and says, you're fired. He knows he's done. So, so I, we, don't know, I guess we don't know how good Green Bay – we don't know how good Green Bay really is. But we do know that Drew Brees – I, you know, I, I called him the AARP quarterback. That's what's going on. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's over for him. Drew Brees, Brady, um, you know, these guys, Philip Rivers, these guys, Social Security, what they should be thinking about, not doing touchdowns. Over. Wow. I mean, it's not so, – oh. I mean, even Aaron Rodgers isn't that much younger, but he still has something in him. So, I mean, I, I like without Michael Thomas and when Drew Brees basically finished, I mean, I, I, I can't pick New Orleans. And unless they manage to run the ball, and unless Green Bay lets them run the ball on them, 
and, and that's the only way New Orleans is going to win this game. Because you agree, see, he's shot. And, you know, he had a long, long nice career. Nothing, nothing to be ashamed about. Yeah, well, I think he, he, I stayed, he, stayed, he stayed. I think he stayed one year too long. Right. But this is how this is how I thought Brady's going to go out, like Breeze. But Brady, I guess you know he's he's mentally tough. You know he's very competitive, so he hasn't hit that wall yet. That wall that Mister your guy ESPN talks about. Oh we'll yeah, Keller. Keller has been wrong the, about that for years, though. He 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 been wrong about Brady. that for years, but but this is what Breeze is doing. Right, he had the wrong quarterback. Right, he had the wrong guy. We, we talked about it. Right, but, you know, I, I'll pick Green Bay. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, Uncle Jamie, what, what do you think? Green Green Bay and New Orleans. What do you think? I mean, it's all about swagger, and one quarterback's got it right about now, and one quarterback doesn't, and that's Aaron Rodgers. I call it the law firm of Aaron and Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> And the running back, oh, my gosh, it's over. So they accounted for about four of the six touchdowns last week. It's like either or, we'll pick your poison. Either Aaron's going to start throwing to Devontae Adams, and what's that other guy's name? Marquez Valdez Scantlin. Yep. Best football name ever. Man with three last names. MVS. <laughs> I love that guy. I mean, he's just no-namers. <laughs> Rogers doing it with a whole bunch of no namers, man. And he got him and then some other guy named Alan Lazard. On my fantasy team, by the way, in my yeah. first spot on my fantasy team. And he, he wasn't like your first round pick, was he? I mean, uh, no. he was deep in, deep in the thing. Hey, he's still around. Right. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is proven, and it's a good thing that's shown on a showcase Sunday night football that we see that the true quarterback can make the wide receiver good. Rodgers is doing that. And what's the name? Breeze is not. Breeze doesn't have Thomas. He's uh, they trying to do Traquan Smith. Yeah. They lost uh, again, so he's gone. So he doesn't have any speedsters downfield. They may or may not have a good game from the tight end. And it's like up in the air. You know, the uh, only thing that's keeping these guys alive is Alvin Kamara. And that's really what the game might come down to. Aaron Jones <laughs> against – Alvin Kamara, the two running backs yep. might go for both go for a hundred plus, and that would be make the the evening fun. But right about now, when it comes down to the quarterback play, you got to go with Rodgers. He's got a chip on his shoulder. He's mad at the world for some reason, and he's playing right off the top. Well, and he's killing people. They I, he they were down what fourteen three or something like that, and then just doubled. Detroit, 42-21. I mean, they, they got the defense. If you want to go defense, you got to pick. I would go with the Packers more than I would go with the Saints. If you're thinking Derek Carr looked good on national television, that says a lot. So, <laughs> you know, that, that says a lot right there. So I'm going to definitely go with the Packers on this real, one. I thought it might be a that. lock of the week for me. Real lock of the week candidate. Wow. <laughs> I, uh, I, I'll say I'll say it like this. Uh, Hey, and a hacked off Aaron Rodgers. I'm here for it all the time. I'm here for it, man. This dude is complete. Hey, look, he, he's mad at all these people taking shots at him. He's mad. He's mad at all these people saying he's done. So, I, I mean, this dude is really on a mission right now. I mean, a mission to destroy. And with the 49ers, nothing more than a walking hospital right now. I mean, let's be honest. Who 
who who's gonna who's gonna take the number one spot in the NFC? Uh, for me, it's probably either Seattle or Green Bay. Because my because look, Green Bay's defense. I I'm, I've never been a fan of their defense, honestly. For the first time in a decade last year, they actually had had somebody who could sack the quarterback and who could cover a little bit, and they made it to the NFC Championship game. Now. I have to be real with you. Seattle was down twenty-eight to ten, and they they had a sh- shot to win the game in the final minute and a half. So that should tell you all you really need to know about the Green Bay defense. Okay, like, like they were up, you're up by eighteen points, and it came down to a fourth and ten. Like uh, down by five with, with Seattle at the Green Bay thirty-five yard line in in the playoffs. Now, look. Dr- Drew Brees is old. He's a Hall of Fame quarterback. He's really good. We understand all this. Uh, but, yeah, not having Michael Thomas, if you are a Saints fan, that is not conducive to winning anything because this guy catches everything, drops nothing. He's a great player, and, and he is the winner of the most accurate Twitter handle I've ever heard. Can't guard Mike, and you're right. Because they they can't, <laughs> they wow. can't guard any. They can't guard this guy. Wow! And you take him out, and you take not Jordan. No, no, he's mistaken no. up for Jordan. Yeah, he's not Jordan. No, he, no, no, they're, 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 no, 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 no. There's <laughs> levels of this. Jordan won. Jordan is a winner, a, a six-time <laughs> champion. There, there are there are levels to this, but he's great, great player. Um. And look, a game we're going to talk about next, the, the, the Buccaneers in Denver, hey, it would really behoove the Saints to win. I'll tell you that much because, hey, Tom hadn't looked all that great, but uh, he's going up against Denver who's got absolutely nobody who's healthy or very good on the offensive side of the ball. So you have that going up against you if Aaron Rodgers wasn't already enough to handle as is. So, I mean, for me, for the Saints, I, you know, I really think it, it would really behoove them very much to win this game. I don't think it's going to happen. I'll take the plus, I'll, I'll take uh, Green Bay plus three uh, Sunday night football. And by the way, Sunday night football has been tremendous for years. And they, awesome. they've, they've given us three. I mean, you know, the, the Rams Cowboys game, I mean, uh, I mean, you know, I mean, that was the worst one out of the two so far, obviously. But, you know, see Russell Wilson versus Cam coming down to the absolute last play of the game. And you got yeah. this game. It's going to come down to the final seconds, you know, final minute or two probably of that game as well. Um, you couldn't ask for you couldn't ask for anything more. These these networks are giving us quality football. These players have, in un, un, unprecedented circumstances have come ready to play. It's not it's not playoff level football, but it's a lot better through two weeks than I ever thought we'd see because I thought it would take at least a month, month and a half for these guys to really get going. So yeah, exactly, and that's usually you gotta go, you gotta struggle through the preseason, and it's usually about week three when everybody finally puts it all together. But this season, with the craziness of twenty twenty, as crazy as this year has been. We've been getting great football right off the bat. I think last week came down six games came down to the final two minutes or whatever. That I mean, that's awesome. That's what everybody wants to see. 
yeah. Well, that's great. Yeah, it's 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 terrific. I, I'm I'm really excited. But Uncle Trevor, we'll get, we'll get you back in here after we tell the fine listeners that you are listening to the Always 100 podcast live on Zoom and on Anchor FM. You also find the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your audio, including on my uncle's Facebook page, The McKenzie Report. So check, check him out. He's good, good content, really good guy. Proud to have him on the show. And thank you again for coming on, Uncle. Really appreciate it. Well, this is all mine. Now, you're doing a wonderful job. Thank, thank you, buddy. It means a lot. Thank you so much. Um, next game on the list, Uncle Trevor, we're getting you back in here. Your other member of the AARP club, Tom Brady, my guy, my favorite player ever. He's in Tampa Bay now, and he's going to his house of horrors, and he's almost a touchdown favorite. Does that make any sense to you? Okay, is Tampa Bay at Denver? At Denver, yep. At, at Denver. Denver, yep. I mean, favored by Denver a touchdown? Lost, wow. They lost their starting quarterback. They lost their, what, their best receiver? Yeah. They lost their best pass rusher. And the fact that they would be Pittsburgh backs up what I said about Pittsburgh. But, oh, you know, I mean, yeah. They, they, I mean, yeah, Pittsburgh should have blown them out. But that's, another, uh, that's fair. Uh, no, that, that's yeah. true. That's true. It, it shouldn't anyway, have been that close. Keep going. Seriously, I mean, I can't really see how Denver is going to make the close game. This, this, this shouldn't be a close game. Their odds make it all right. As long as, I mean, Brady, I don't know how he's doing it. I mean, I, I guess I guess maybe Matt calling him out like that is motivating him, but he's, he's extremely motivated, and he's very competitive, and, you know, I – I mean, I don't know. Tampa Bay should win this game by more than seven. I can't see how Denver's going. They're going to have trouble scoring, basically. Without, even with that quarterback who did good last week because he shouldn't have, really. But I don't think it's going to happen again this week. I think, I think the Bucks will cover in Denver. All right, Uncle Jamie, what do you think? We got Uncle Trevor saying Bucks cover Sunday. The spread is six. Sorry, sorry. Almost a touchdown. It's not seven. It's six. But it's really nine, right? Doesn't the home field get a three points right off the top to start with? Yeah. Yeah. So that shows you something right there. But I think it's going to come down to really that's it's who's gelling and and really Brady has really settled down. Everybody got on him after week one, and uh, even Bruce Arians, you know, gave him the real deal and stuff. And then he came back. And he lit it up against the Panthers and stuff. But not only that, but they found a way to run the ball. <laughs> Leonard Fournette rises above all the other uh, wannabes, Sean McCoy and the rest of them, uh, that, you know, they can now run the ball as well as, you know, pass. So once uh, Brady and uh, Evans and the other receiver get it all together, then they can be lethal. And I think they're going to take it out on Denver Lack of defense, lack of offense, clearly no quarterback, no wide receiver. So they're really going to be on second strings and stuff. So should be a cakewalk walkthrough for uh, Tampa Bay. Um, yeah, look, Brady in the first half was terrific uh, last week. But against the Carolina Panthers, I mean, I'm sorry, against – they, you know, they won by fourteen points. But Brady, I'm so Tom. Tom, I I need to see more than nine, six of nine for nineteen yards in the second half. Sorry, you just, you just you, he he he's too he's too great for that. 
He, he's too great for that. He's, he's too yeah, great. Yeah, but but I tell you what though, um, the Bucks have the same problem that the Patriots receivers had last year. The guy hits them in the hands and they drop the ball. I mean, <laughs> like seven times. It's just like LeSean McCoy. I mean, Tom throws a seed right over the defender. Hits LeSean McCoy right in the hands. It's going to be a touchdown. Hit him in the hands, and he dropped it. You know, it's like Scotty Miller had a couple, had a big game, dropped. Like, like you know, the week before against New Orleans, I mean, it was like, yeah, he would have had more, probably had more yards and maybe a couple more touchdowns, but their best, their, their, the Saints' best defense was to just tackle Mike Evans before he catches the ball, <laughs> you know, or tackle Scotty Miller before he catches the ball. He probably should have had over 300 yards, but they got the pass interferences instead. But, hey, the thing for me is I agree with to- wholeheartedly with Uncle Trevor. I just don't really think the Broncos are going to score. They, 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 can't, they, they can't score. That's the thing. I don't know where their offense is coming from. I mean, what? So they sell out. They they double cover Derry, Derry, uh, Jerry Judy. They double cover uh, Noah Fant at tight end, and then you're relying on Melvin Gordon the third to get it done. Okay, <laughs> maybe. Well, they could play no. keep away from Brady. <clears throat> Try to run the ball all day long. Yeah, keep but I'm just not sure. I'll, that offensive line is not very good. That's the thing. I mean, I mean, because Drew Lock got got. Out, you know, got taken out of the game because I think the left, the right tackle, just let let T.J. Water Bud Dupree go right past him. I mean, you know, and it was a classic strip sack. I mean, you know, glad it wasn't worse for Drew Locke, but I mean, yeah, that's kind of what happens when you're trying to mm-hmm. throw and the guy strip sacks you because the right he flies right by the tackle. Um, I'm really, I I, I think that. Uh, for me, um, I think we're all in agreement. Tampa Bay is going to cover.